Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. All right. Welcome to today's episode of Your Daily Scrum. I'm professional scrum trainer, Ryan Ripley. This guy over here, 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 here is Todd Miller. Todd, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty great today. It's sun shining. It's warmer where I'm kind from. Winter has lifted. Right. Thank goodness. Although I do see snow in the forecast where I'm at this week. <laughs> Enjoy like, that. Enjoy there's that. always like when you live near Lake Michigan, there's always one last hurrah where it dumps a few feet of snow on you and then spring is here. So we're close. No good. I'm not, I'm not, I want it over with here. <laughs> I think we're getting there. But you know what, Todd? Today has been interesting. We mm -hmm. uh, well, I shouldn't say we you have really been. Uh, the driving force behind the comment section on mm -hmm. your daily scrum. I get in there occasionally and answer stuff, but Todd's really the, the one taking a hard look at it. He's been going through and pulling some questions out. And today I'm super excited. Todd and Andrea, two awesome viewers. Thank Larry. you so much. I'm sorry, Larry. Todd is, that's Todd over there. Larry <laughs> and Andrea, I was looking at you when I said it. Larry and Andrea left an awesome question. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. To be honest, I love talking about status reports in scrum. Mm-hmm. Like this is, I, I think there's so much opportunity here. Uh, so many companies, Todd, and, and, and you've seen this and we've used this, red, amber, green, mm -hmm. right? So hold on, let me get a banner here. Red, amber, green. This is what so many project management offices use. This is what so many project teams use. I mean, it, it's just so common across startup to Fortune 500. Is that fair? It is fair. Yep. And the practice is green, 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 amber, red. Yeah, it's always like the status report before the one before the last, the penultimate amber or yellow and then red. Yeah. And everyone's like, what happened? We were green forever. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And amber is like the buckle your chin straps because the next time this puppy's turning red. Yeah. It's like we all know what's about to happen. You never go from the amber to back to green. It's like no. it's just like a nosedive off, and then we just yeah. ship everything, and we still have the cake, and we move on to the next. Yeah, thing. living in a box of lies. And so people have asked, look, we 
but this question comes up, Todd, a lot when mm -hmm. we're still going to have a PMO, project management office. We're still going to have some traditional stuff going on. So how do we interface between some of the more agile groups, some of the more traditional groups? And I love this. I, I have a practice here that, that I think will help with teams. I know you've done this too. I, have, I, I just make one slight change to the way that, that projects work. And I've done this as an executive. I've done this as a project manager. I, I propose, and I want to see what you think about this, every project starts red. What do you think about that? I think it, it completely makes sense. I think that when you start a project is the point at which you know the very least about it. Absolutely. Start red, you don't know anything. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and, and, and ultimately, whether you call it amber or yellow, like the, the, the goal should be to work it into yellow and to get it to the point where it's green. And green is we have something in production and we're validating that our hypothesis to do this project or build this product to begin with is, is it, we're pretty happy with it. We're, we're validating that that happens. We're building stuff that is useful, that uh, that is valuable to us. Um, and so I, I think you should it should be working your way to red or working your way to green. Excuse me. Yeah, I think you earn yellow and green with frequent uh, delivery, right? I think that's the message here. And that's the behavior that we start to shift. So people ask, well, what can we do in this traditional environment? How can we start putting agile ideas and practices in place? How do we get people thinking the way we need them to think? Start red. All you have is a plan at the beginning. You don't know anything yet. You earn yellow and green with frequent delivery. Now think about what that means. We're not waiting till the end to tell everybody there's a problem. What we're doing is encouraging teams to find ways to deliver work as soon as responsibly possible to earn their way to a green status so that they fall off of the, the bad report, right? They fall off of the trouble projects, but it also teaches them we're after frequent feedback, rapid delivery, frequent feedback, new decisions, better decisions over and over and over again. This slight change starts you down that path. Yeah, and you know, I, I've I have suggested this many times, uh, and uh, I've I've gotten it accomplished one time. And yeah. when I say suggesting it, I, this is something that if you take and you suggest, it's going to invoke a lot of conversations. Uh, some may have a visceral reaction to you even suggesting this, but really the truth is, aren't we, aren't we, um, uh, aren't we disabling a component of transparency when we start green? Like we're, uh, in essence, by what we're suggesting, I think that we're becoming more transparent than the way it operates. Now, if you start a brand new project green, how can, how can that possibly create transparency when that is the very least that you know about a project Right. Yeah, I don't think it can. Yeah. And so when it comes to this topic, I think a lot of people are surprised that we say still do uh, status reports. Of course we do. Be a good partner to the to the business. Be a good partner to the project management office. Uh, but change this little but but go for this concession. Go for yeah. this little change and see how all of these, you know, while being a good partner, how this little change, you know, can can start this kind of domino effect of of different mindsets and practices shifting. Yeah. So yeah, it's a powerful concept. Yeah. yeah. Give it a whirl. Give it a try. Let us know in the comments what you think. Could it work? Have you tried it? Let us know how it went. And thank you, Larry and Andrea. That's a thanks for, for thanks for bringing that up. I'm yeah, doing my, I'm doing my best keeping up with the comments <laughs> and 
Todd's you know? doing great. And so leave your comments below. He is taking a look. I'm taking a look. I'm starting to jump in too. Be sure to check out our socials, like, and subscribe so that you know the next time we drop a Your Daily Scrum video or actually a new Fixing Your Kanban video, which is starting to drop each week, Fixing Your Scrum, all sorts of stuff going on in the in the iTunes, or in, I'm sorry, in the YouTube channel. Like and subscribe so you know when that happens. Check out the videos below. We've given you some other ideas to check out. And until tomorrow, have a great day. Scrum on. Cheers. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into Scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter, get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. Thanks for listening and Scrum on.